This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast and happy new year. It's already 2022 and we're celebrating today because this is the fifth year anniversary of this podcast. Five entire years of this show. I really can't believe that it's been that long because the years have just gone by, but I can believe that it's been that long because so much has happened over the course of five years, when I first started this show, we started with uh, a co-host. And initially, when I was planning the podcast, because I planned for about six months before the show actually came out. So when I was planning the show, I approached two women that I wanted to be co-host with on the podcast. And then by the time it came out, it was just me and one other person. I thought that, you know, we were just going to build this, this brand, this show to really speak to the journey of entrepreneurship and God just really decided that he had other plans and I'm going to get into some lessons that I've learned over the last five years but so I I won't get ahead of myself in telling that story too long but I'm just grateful for what God has done I'm grateful to be chosen to be the voice on this platform is not something that I take lightly at all. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for your support of the show. I cannot believe we reach as many people as we do over the last five years. I went to check some stats real quick to just give you guys an overview. Over the last five years, we've reached over 6 million listens in countries and cities all over the world. In 2019, we went on our first tour where myself and Kavaya went to these different cities and met a lot of you guys in person. Like, I just could not believe that little old me talking on a microphone. What started out as like, you know, me taking my mic around when I had interviews, I would literally take my mic and a guest mic and drive to people's homes and offices and all of these different things to do interviews because I didn't know if I could do it virtually or anything like that. But I didn't think me 
and, and my co-host being in the conference room of my aunt's apartment building would turn into me just being not only the only one on this show, but just being able to still be the mouthpiece here and it reaching so many people. Like, I'm just so, so, so grateful for what God is doing with Blessed and Bossed Up. And I thank y'all for being a part of this journey. Um, we ain't done yet, okay? Some new stuff you can expect in year five is a lot more YouTube. Y'all been listening the last couple months. I've been doing a lot more things on my YouTube channel and going live and stuff, just trying to be more interactive and incorporate video into the podcast. So now we're going to call it a simulcast, okay? Which pretty much just means... I mean, the root of it is like simultaneous. So it really just means the show is going to air in multiple places at the same time. So you can now expect to not only get the audio podcast everywhere that you listen to shows, but you can now also expect to get the video version. And that will be available on my YouTube channel. So whatever. But we want to make sure that we're not just saying an empty statement, but we're speaking the word of God because the word of God holds weight. The word of God is our sword. So instead of just saying, you know, I'm beautiful, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made because that's what the word says. So the word is sharper than any double-edged sword. So instead of just speaking sentences, we want to speak the uh, sword. We want to speak the power which is the word of God. And so with this section, I want you to write down what you're declaring. And then I want you to find scripture to back up what you're saying and use the word of God to declare and decree those things. We also switched up the sermon notes section in the back. There was a page back there where you can take notes as you're watching your favorite sermons. And I've added a Bible study notes section. We want you to watch sermons, yes, but I want you to get in that word. And I realize that some people, they just don't know where to start or how to really study the word so they comprehend and understand it. And so in that section, there is a space where you can write down the context. You can write down the text that you're studying, the characters that are there, or the people, not characters, because these are real people, but the people that were um, in that text. You can write down any words that you don't know so that you can look them up later or any words that really stand out to you in that moment and you want to maybe define them to figure out why. This section is really just a template, a foundation for you to get used to understanding the context that's in the scripture and so that you can further apply it to your life. So I'm really excited about this limited edition prayer journal, you can click the link in the show description and go to blessedandbossedup.com. Um, but the exact link will be there so that you can see more about the journal, what it looks like. It's so cute. It's so pretty, y'all. It's, it's pretty. It has a lot of substance in it, but can I just say that it is very pretty. And I wanted to just put this together just as a thank you for those of you guys who, are, who have supported me over the years. And those of you who are looking for another tool to go deeper in your relationship with God. All right. Now, in celebration of the five years of this show, I want to share with you guys some lessons that I've learned. Many of you guys are called maybe not to a podcast, but to build something. God is calling you to um, pioneer something, to build a business or a nonprofit or to really grow in your career, career field. We all have a purpose. God has a plan for all of us. And I believe I've learned some valuable things over the last five years of just committing myself to whatever God has wanted me to do. And so I hope that these lessons that I've learned over the past five years will encourage you. So the first one is I want you to understand that pioneers are misunderstood. 
So just go ahead, whatever you're doing for God, just go ahead and accept the fact that people are simply not going to understand or they're not going to always understand, but you have to do it anyway. You have to be innovative anyway. You have to do the impossible anyway. Some people just don't have the capacity to understand what God is calling you to do. And that's okay. People just, sometimes people just can't understand something they've never seen before, or people find it hard to support something that they can't conceptualize or figure out. But we're people of faith and faith is confidence in things hoped for and assurance about things unseen. And so you prove the fact that you have faith by the decisions that you make. And so no matter how you feel or how um, difficult the road ahead may seem is going to be, or you may feel like you're doing it alone, do it anyway. When I started the podcast, I didn't start it alone. But when I started doing things God's way, things really got lonely for me. I, I couldn't find my people. And that's why I started the society because I couldn't find my tribe. I was going to the church settings and, and connect, connecting with people who knew God, but they didn't understand the ambition and the drive and the business that I wanted to build. I would go into these business settings and they understood that aspect, but they were not trying to do it God's way. And they didn't see the point in seeking God on behalf of business. You know, faith was some church was somewhere you went on Sundays because your grandmama dragged you to it. Um, God and faith was something that the people talked about, but they weren't really like seeking the face of the father on behalf of their business. It just, I couldn't find my, my space. And it was extremely, extremely lonely. And my friends and people that I had, uh, friends that I had accumulated over the years, they still loved me, but they didn't understand me. And it's just a, a really tough place to be in when you aren't understood. We're humans or so human natures. You want to be accepted and understood in spaces. And so when you're in that, that spot where you feel like nobody gets it, it's hard. It is very, very hard. But I want you to understand that you have to move forward anyway. You have to commit anyway. And even if you don't have the capacity to understand what God is calling you to do, you still have to do it. I didn't have the capacity to understand what God was planning to do with Blessed and Bossed Up. I was like, but why? I didn't see how a podcast was a place to talk about God. I thought you did that in a pulpit. And I definitely didn't want to do that. <laughs> I didn't see how a podcast, I felt that I was going to be underestimated um, as an entrepreneur, because I talked about God, like I had a lot of feelings and emotions that did not want me to continue on with what God was calling me to do, but I had to do it anyway. I couldn't see it, but I had faith and I was committed to God that I was at least just going to see that instruction through. So I may not know what this, these yeses are going to add up to be, but I'm just going to do it anyway and just pray that what I'm reading in this Bible works. And let me tell you something. God ain't lied to me yet. <laughs> the promises have never proven to be otherwise yet. And so I'm just really here to encourage you guys as somebody who's really on the other side of that super stressful and lonely season and have been able to see what those yeses I've given God has accumulated to. I want you to understand that you're going to be misunderstood. 
as a pioneer, as a powerhouse, as a person of God, but you have to push through anyway. And you have to have the mindset to where even if it's just you and God, that you're going to do it anyway. I remember I had a dream recently. And in this dream, there was like a group of uh, men, um, like businessmen trying to get me to do something. And I couldn't, I don't remember what it is they were trying to get me to do. But I knew that the consequences of it was, oh, if you don't do what homeboy wants you to do, like he was going to kill you type of thing. It was that serious. It was life or death. And in the dream, everybody was like, Tatum, just do it. Just, you know, just do it. It's, it's going to be fine. And in the dream, I was like, no, I'm not compromising. I'm not doing what they want me to do. If I die, I die. But what I'm not going to do is settle and do it differently than what I know I'm supposed to do. And so when I woke up, I was like, God, what was that about? Because I wasn't trying to die. Like, like what, what was that really about? One, I was grateful that my demeanor in my dream was like, what's up? <laughs> if it's over, it's over. But what I'm not going to do is settle in order to live. Like, And that's a, we as American Christians have the luxury to not have to be persecuted for our faith. There are people in other countries who literally, if they profess that Jesus is Lord, will get killed. And they praise him anyway. And they take that risk anyway. And that's something that we don't have to deal with here. But we need to maintain that same demeanor that if I die, I die. But what, I, what I'm not going to do is denounce God or get off track with how he wants me to do things. And so when I woke up from that dream, I was like, well, I'm proud of myself for not settling, but God, what was that? And so God showed me like that just represented all of the opportunities that you had to settle, to compromise. When God told me to change this podcast around, I had a lot of opportunities to not do that. He gives us free will. When he told me to shut down my business and wait to what he told me to do, wait until he told me what to do next, I had a lot of opportunities to figure something out on my own. There were sponsorships and partnerships that came through during that year and a half or so where I shut everything down that I had to turn down. There were many opportunities to where I could have done it my way or tried to uh, pervert God's way into my way or manipulate it in some way. But I had to just say, no, I'm going to do what God is calling me to do. And if I fail, I fail. If it's over, that I means it's over, then it's going to have to be over, but I'm going to commit to him. And so for you, I want you to have that same attitude about the, whatever it is that God is calling you to do. Even if you don't have the capacity to understand it, persevere anyway, commit to it anyway. And on that same vein, the second lesson that I've learned is that it's important to show up. And you don't, and with this, you don't have to be confident to show up. And I thought that I couldn't be effective on this platform when I first switched it over because I wasn't confident. And to be completely honest, that's why I um, did the show with co-hosts in the first place. I was not confident in myself and my ability to just be a standalone brand or a standalone vessel. And so when God told me to switch things around, I wasn't confident. And then when he told me not only to switch things around, but to be on here talking about God, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm nobody.
nobody's pastor or minister or preacher or anything like that. Who am I to come on this platform and be talking about you? And then you tell me to shut down my business. So I, I'm not even confident as an entrepreneur because what's going on here? I'm not making any money. I'm just on here talking. Like, God, what's up? I'm just on here talking and hoping and praying these people buy into what you're calling me to say because I don't see it. The math ain't mathing, Lord, okay? But in the midst of that's how I felt, I still had to show up and open my mouth. I still had to show up and open my mouth. There were times where, I mean, I've gone through so many life changes over the last five years. I've had miscarriages and showed up on this podcast. I've had trouble in my marriage and showed up on this podcast. I've had family members pass away and showed up on this podcast. Family diagnosed with diseases and showed up on this podcast. I've gone through my own health challenges and still opened my mouth on this podcast. And God honors showing up. And I knew that no matter what I'm going through, one, God got me. And two, I'm not going to let the enemy silence me. There are people who need the message that God is going to use me to convey. And I'm not going to hinder my own blessings or other people's by allowing my circumstances or whatever I'm going to to shut me up. The enemy at this point really can't shut me up because... I didn't seen the results of what happened by continuing to follow God. And so for you, I want you to just show up. You don't got to be confident. You don't have to understand all of what's going on, but you need to show up anyway. If God is calling you to speak, open your mouth. You, it doesn't matter if you're not the most articulate. Open your mouth. Moses had a stutter. God sent them some help. You still have to open your mouth if that's what God has called you to do. If he's calling you to sing, sing. If he's calling you to preach, preach. If he's calling you to prophesy, prophesy. Whatever it is that he's calling you to do, do it. Show up and follow through. And something I want you to also just expect on this journey is that there is going to be opposition. Okay, so I feel like I always say, I feel like a smack in the face is easier to take when you know what's coming. Opposition is going to take place. So as you're doing the things of God and you meet resistance, you meet opposition, you meet persecution, keep going. It's to be expected. So just expect it and persevere anyway. I've had many people tell me, why are you talk? Why are you doing a podcast? Even on a business side, why are you talking for free every week? That's not going to work. You need to charge and do this, that, and the other. On the faith side, why why are you doing that on a podcast? Or people in church settings not even knowing what a podcast is, so they looking at me like, I mean, your little show. Like it's person. I've had people blatantly lie on me, and and totally um, talk down on my character. It's to be expected. It's to be expected. But I ain't no sucker in real life. And I ain't no sucker in in the spirit. And the Bible says that I had the victory anyway. So whatever opposition shows up, I'm all, I already won. The fight is fixed in my favor. So what I'm a fold for. So the same thing for you. Show up. Don't fold. Show up. The third lesson that I learned is that while God may not need time, to do anything, his timing 
is perfect. God can give you everything that you want just like that in a snap of a finger. If he has it, there is a reason why. And because his timing is perfect, you can expect that no matter how long it's taking or whatever process you're going through to get to the promise, you can go ahead and bet that it's going to work out for your good and it's going to be in your best interest. I spent a lot of time on the last over the last five years frustrated because I wanted what I wanted when I wanted it or because God had me sitting down when I wanted to be pushing forward. I spent a lot of time in my head feeling like an imposter because I'm talking about business and don't have a business because I'm talking about God, but I don't have a, I've been ordained as a, a anything. And so I'm like, well, God, when is this going to happen? Why is, why do I have to do it this way? Why do, why this, why that? His timing is perfect. His ways are, uh, are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Like his, his ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. So anything that I'm coming up with is small change to what God can do and small change to how he can do it. He's the ultimate strategist. And so I, again, I just spent a lot of time over the last five years just being impatient in my feelings, fussing, looking dumb because... <laughs> God was orchestrated a beautiful plan, but I'm fussing and stomping my feet and throwing a little temper tantrum because I don't like it. But what, looking back on a lot of those seasons over the last few years, they were so necessary. I don't do anything different at 6 million listens that I did at two. I may be better with the technicalities, Nothing's different though. Nothing is different in year five than it was in year one. The impact may be bigger and the numbers and the sponsorships and all of that, but the foundation and the core is the same. The foundation is built before anything is built on top of it. And so everything that I was stomping my feet about was necessary for my foundation. God has made my name great, but I ain't big headed by any means. And if he would have done that five years ago, Lord Jesus, I would have destroyed myself and what he would have, you know, what he wanted to accomplish through me. And so I, I challenge any of you guys who are in that space where you may be frustrated or impatient, feel like it's taking a long time. Know that, yes, God can do anything at a snap of a finger. He doesn't need a lot of time, but his timing is perfect. And so whatever process you're going through is for a reason. The fourth lesson that I learned is to always check the root of your decisions, even if they seem good on the surface. And I thought about this because starting a podcast with a co-host seemed good on the surface. It was, you know, you split the, the work, you have another perspective, you have somebody you can go back and forth with and have that little banter. You have somebody else who can uh, help grow the platform. You know, you take a lot of the weight off of yourself. But like I alluded to before, that decision was made off of insecurity because I wasn't confident enough in myself. And that decision was made from insecurity because I wasn't confident enough in myself and what I could do on a platform because I knew God. And I feel like if I would have approached the podcast myself um, initially, 
because God was still working with me during that time. I believe that I could have been farther and I could have started what he wanted me to do sooner, but my insecurities were driving my decision-making. And so it seemed good on the surface, but the root of it wasn't good. So for you, as you just go about making various decisions in life and business, always think about the core of it. Why am I doing this? Is it because of my emotions? Why am I clapping back online? Is it because I'm triggered? Is it because of my emotions? Then let's just log off. Because what is that really accomplishing? And even for me with business, I've made a lot of mistakes by not checking the root of my decision. I've wasted a lot of money by not checking the root of my decision. I used to think that, I used to hate the fact that I wasn't making money, but making money, I realized that as I made more money, I throw money at problems. And I didn't use the same resourcefulness that I did when I was broke. Cause I had no choice, you know, it was nobody. So I had to figure stuff out. But when I started making money, I was throwing money at problems and justifying it as opposed to really checking my decisions. Why are you doing this? Why are you investing in? And sometimes it was investments. Why are you investing in this? It's because you're impatient and you feel like this is going to speed up your process of getting to this next goal, as opposed to um, you just waiting on God. I wasted a lot of money because of that. Like, oh, I'm about to buy this because this is going to help me do that. No, that's not what God wants you to do right now. He wants you to sit down and wait until it's time for him to make that happen for you. And so learn from that mistake that I made. Some of you guys, I'm sure you invested and spent a lot, a lot of money in courses and all of these coaches or whatever. And I don't think there's anything wrong. I'm big. I'm a big proponent on investing in yourself, but you got to get to the root of the decision though. My decisions a lot of times were rooted in my impatience. And because I had the money, I threw it at the problem thinking that that was going to speed up what I was trying to accomplish. And it just didn't just, I was out of money and in the same space. (laughs) So for you get to the root of the decisions that you're making, even if they look good on the surface. The last lesson that I've learned, y'all, is the importance of living your real life. Building it. See, let me tell you about the internet. And Facebook is showing this with the way that they're creating this whole metaverse. These websites, apps, social media channels, they want you to live on these platforms. And even though you may not physically be in a metaverse, they're going to create this environment to where that's where you spend all your time. And now, especially within like the next, and I'm, a, I'm it's probably going to be shorter, but I'm going to say in the next 10 years, VR, AR, which is augmented reality and virtual reality, that's going to be huge where people are going to be walking around with sets and things on their face in a whole different environment than what's in front of them. That is so scary to me. Like I've seen with social media, just how people can get lost in these personas and this brand and this internet stuff. You have a real life. Live that thing. Be present with the people in your your day-to-day life. Hug your people. This this one sound a little corny, but one of my favorite things to do after just like pouring out, talking for a while or speaking or just 
you know, being really busy with different things in business, I love to just go home and give my husband a hug and just like breathe. And I'll just sit there and hug him and he don't even say nothing because he already know. And he just be like, come on, I already know what this is. So just give him a hug and just breathe. And I'm like, man, I, I love this to just live my actual life. <laughs> you know what I mean? And to hang out with my, my same friends I've had from middle school. No, they may not always understand the things God has called me to do, but they care about me. And we can talk about our families and, you know, um, other real life things, but live your life and experience stuff. Love the people um, in your life. Spend time with the people in your life. Like this internet stuff and the building these brands and business, it sounds real bossy and everything, but you're a person. You're a human. And it's okay to just be you. I, I've spoken to, uh, we were recording for something. Y'all been talking, I feel like every day for like the last month and, or two. But I was just saying that a lot of times when we introduce ourselves, we always hear the different titles that we have. Oh, I'm a, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm gonna do this. But I want to meet people sometimes and be like, hey, I'm Tatum. And that's it. Like, my, my name is Tatum. I like to watch Hulu shows and documentaries and things of that nature. I love God. Also love to listen to the Reasonable Doubt album like it's 1996. Like, you know, I, I have a dry sense of humor. I like to crack jokes and talk trash. I like to try new things, new experiences. I'm a foodie. I like to cook and uh, go different places to eat. Like, I just... There is nothing be nothing better to me than just being yourself in real life. And that's something that I realize how much I value, just even, even as my brand grows and I talk to people, it, it's funny how people have a perspective of you based off of like their interactions with your brand. But I've just grown to appreciate the fact that the growth of this show and um, my platforms and the things that God has, has blessed me with that even though those things have grown, it's just been so important to me and so comforting to also just be myself and just live my real life. And I encourage you to do that as well. You won't be in such a rush to get to wherever it is that you're going if you just embrace your real life and where you are right now. The grind really robs you of the appreciation of the moment. Um, and so that's a lesson that I've learned and that I really hold near and dear to just make sure that I continue to just live my my real life, no matter how it, it might be 60 million listens the next time we do a recap or whatever. But even with that, I still just want to stay to myself and stay true to myself um, and live my life in real life. And so I encourage you to do the same, to not get caught up. And so ahead of yourself with what God has called you to do, just breathe, relax, and be present in your real life. So that is it for this episode, the first episode of 2022. I am excited for the next few episodes that we have to come of the podcast, because I got a lot to say. <laughs> but again, thank you guys so much for just your support over the last five years. Um, Make sure you get the limited edition prayer journal. The link for that will be in the description. And that's it. I love you guys. And I will talk to you next week. Work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard.